Thanks for the call. I appreciate the time. No problem, man. I know you got a busy day as it is, but I appreciate the time. Yeah, man. I'm uh, grateful for the opportunity. So you guys are from the IE. Tell me exactly where. So the band actually uh, formed in Corona years ago in 2006. But, you know, living in Southern California, guys kind of end up living all over the place. So even though we form there, it's like, you know, guys live in different places and, you know, you do what you got to do to make it work. Right, right. But you grew up in, in the IE. I personally, no, did not grow up there. I'm actually originally from Oklahoma and I moved to Southern California right out of high school to pursue a career in music. Ah, okay. So you're living the rock and roll dream. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> or at least attempting to. Yeah, man. I mean, I think uh, times have changed a lot since I was a kid and the rock and roll dream, you know, back then versus what it is today. Regardless, you know, I'm just grateful to uh, be pursuing my passion and making music with guys that I can honestly call my best friends and doing everything we can to uh, make the best music possible. And and you did. You put out a killer EP, Beat the Odds, which is out now. And I, I bet that feels like a big relief and a big weight off your chest. How long did it take you to, to write and record this? Yeah, Beat the Odds is out now. And um, we spent the last three years working on material for this EP. Um, there's a lot of songs that we've written over that course of time, but the five that are on this EP we felt were just the best of the best of the best. So that's what we wanted to put out there. I love it, man. And, and something that you don't always get with hard rock, heavy metal is positive attitude, you know, kind of a positive outlook. Look, no defeat and stand my ground. Like if we believe like very inspirational instead of always doom and gloom, which you sometimes get lost in in hard rock and heavy metal. Exactly. And I appreciate that you noticed that about the lyrics. But if I'm being honest, since I'm the, the lyricist, I had to go through some really hard times and some really dark times where I had that kind of pessimistic outlook on things. It took a lot for me to change my attitude. And I realized one day that, you know, being positive is a choice. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. You can't control that. All you can control is how you react to it. So after I learned that lesson, I decided, you know, as my responsibility to listeners, I really have to be sure that I put out a message that is going to be well-received. I think that that positivity is what will empower people to face obstacles in their own lives. Yeah, I, I agree, man. That's what I love about it, that positive outlook. And, and you know, it could still be as brutal and heavy as, as all you want, but with that positive message, because I think the world could use that right now, too. I agree with you 100%, man. Hey, how did you guys get hooked up with uh, Dino Cazares of Fear Factory fame for this? So we toured with Fear Factory back in 2016 when they were doing the uh, Demanufacture 20th anniversary run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great, man. We had a blast, and, you know, we weren't really sure what to expect from those guys because, you know, we had never crossed paths with them prior to the tour, and everyone knows, you know, Fear Factory is a band that's been around for a long time, and they certainly have their share of popularity, and we didn't know if those guys were going to be cool or, you know, what, but right off the bat, man, those guys were all super cool, and they made us feel like family out there on the road. That's uh, great. Dino just started kind of pulling me aside 
at different times on the tour and talking to me about the band and kind of what we're doing or trying to do. And slowly, you know, a, a friendship started to form there. And now he's like a brother to me. I mean, I talk to him all the time. I'm going to be seeing him today, actually. Yeah, he's a good dude. And I'm grateful to have him. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, really good guy. And sonically, it makes sense that he'd be a fan of your band. I mean, and you on tour with them. Like, yeah, it all makes sense. Like, you know, heavy riff-based music with, with some keys in there, too, and, and killer sound, and certainly a, a bleeding through influence as well in the music. Yes, and if you go onto our Spotify page, there's a single that we released earlier this year called My Worst Enemy, and that song was the first song written after the Fear Factory tour, but it definitely has kind of that Bleeding Through vibe with a little bit of the Fear Factory vibe, and Brandon Chapetti from Bleeding Through actually does guest vocals on that track. Oh, cool. So glad to see those guys back with an album out last year and, and touring and, and, you know, being active to some degree. You and me both, man. They're a great band, and Brandon's a cool dude. He's a very hard worker, and I think that they're one of those bands that are just... <laughs> in my opinion, highly underrated. Yeah, amen to that. And another positive lyrics, you know? I mean, not all the exactly. time. But but now now you just got to get Fear Factory back together and out there on the road again. Hey, man, I <laughs> wish that I could move whatever mountain that needs to be moved to, you know, make that happen. I would do anything to, to help make that possible, especially because I would love it for us to go back on the road with them. Yeah. Um, but, you know... There's just different things going on that I'm sure that they're trying to sort through, and I'm hoping for the best result on all of that and that they can get back out there and put out another record. Yeah, man. I mean, it has nothing to do with us. All we can do is hope, hope and wish for the best and, and send positive vibes out. Absolutely, man. As we're talking about other bands and stuff here and, and, and guest spots and other songs, I, I just stumbled across the really cool Immigrant Song cover with Eddie or Media of, of Suicide Silence, another IE band or a band that started out in the IE. Right. Yeah, that was another idea that we had, you know, years ago. Bands always argue about what would be a good cover song to release, and it, it was hard to come to an agreement on one song. It's something that everyone knows. I mean, if you're a fan of rock or metal, there's no way you don't know that song. Right. And there's a lot of covers of it, but almost all of them are pretty similar to the original. And I wanted to do something that made it sound more metalcore, more deathcore, while still keeping you know some of that original vibe to it, but making it our own. And whenever we were tracking that, we were thinking, man, this would be great to have a guest vocalist on. And Eddie Hermita was interested and available, and he came down and recorded his parts with us in one day. Did a fantastic job, and I'm really proud of that cover. I think it's you know a killer track. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The only version you hear are, are kind of like the honest one, other than like the uh, what was that uh, Mike Muir Infectious Grooves? They did a, a, a kind of a funky ver funky metal version of it, but other than that, it's a pretty honest cover, and you did it. You put the death core paint, paint over it, and Eddie nailed it, and it was a really cool, different way of hearing that tune. Like like you said, you still kept the melody in there, and I guess the singing melody throughout, but just with the blast beats and everything else, it's sick, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that uh, if you want to make an impression on people, you've got to do something that's going to get them talking. That was one song that we knew would get people talking good or bad, and I didn't really care if people, you know, bashed it or hated on it because it's not like the original to me what was important that it was putting us in their path and at least them seeing our band name 
so that whenever other material comes out, they might say, oh, I remember this band. They put out this immigrant song cover that I loved or this immigrant song cover that I hated. Right, (laughs) right. No, I think you guys nailed it, man. And and did like you said, you did your take on it, which is the most important thing. Thanks, man. I'm glad you dig the track. Yeah. Hey, just a couple last ones for you. And just to have some fun here as a little game I like to play with everyone I talk to. Because ultimately... Okay. We're ultimately we're all music fans. What you do, what I do, we just love music. Right. I put bands in little categories, and, and, and I'm going to make you pick your favorite out of out of this category of bands. Like a couple years okay. ago, a couple years ago, there was the big four of thrash metal that went out and played a couple shows, and it was to define '80s thrash metal, and that was Megadeth and Slayer and Anthrax and Metallica. I was there and I saw it in India, right? Yes incredible show jeff hanneman sadly last show his last time ever on stage and man that right. band that band going away okay but i don't want to get lost up in that but good no enough so i've been working on what i like to call the evolution of that so if that's 80s thrash let's kick it up a decade into the 90s and add one to it for what i like to call the flannel five okay so this is 90s rock and not that this is a show that could ever happen i'm just curious who your numero uno is who your favorite out of this list would be which i consider the flannel five which comprises of nirvana pearl jam stone temple pilots alice in chains Soundgarden. alice in chains all the way tell me why tell me why because that band has the most haunting vocal melodies yep and they lean a little more on the metal side than they do the rock side. And I've always just been a fan of uh, music that is a little heavier and a little darker. And while all those other bands are great, and I have respect for all of them, and some of them, you know, amazing vocalists that I totally loved, especially Chris Cornell, in my opinion, the duo of Lane Staley and... Jerry Cantrell? Jerry Cantrell is similar to what our band does. There's not the exact type of harmonies there, but it's very much a duo-focused thing. When you're listening to our tracks, there is my vocal and Justin's vocal married together to give it the clarity but the intensity. And I've always just been a fan of that. You know, very well-thought and executed vocals, and Alice in Chains is certainly a great representation of that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100%, man. They're they're my favorite out of the bunch for the same reason. Always seemed a little bit more metal to me and Jerry and and Lane and those haunting vocals and then Jerry Cantrell probably the best shredder out of out of that group too. Yeah, excellent guitarist. And I love his voice on its own also. Yeah. Yeah, you forget how many songs he sings and I love what they're doing with William Duvall and bringing in a second guitar to just to sludge everything up even more. Right. Killer, man. So pick a Alice in Chains tune to play on the radio for us. Uh, man of the box I gotta go with that awesome man I, I was shocked they played that like third in the set this past summer on the the corn Alice in Chains tour I was like really you should be closing with that one dog but alright knock it out third whatever you gotta do yeah I would totally expect that to be an encore song yeah third song in the set they closed with uh, Rooster and, and Wood back to back well hard, I love both of those yeah too. hard to argue with that at the same token you're like well you got me okay right so I got one more for you one more uh, evolution if you will so if okay. that's if that's gonna be kind of kind of more the early 90s then uh Let's get into like late 90s, early 2000s and add one more to it for what I like to call the new metal six pack. 
Okay. So this is going to be comprised of Rage Against the Machine, Corn, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, Disturbed, System of a Down. Man, you make that so tough. <laughs> ah, gosh. That's the point I of it. I can only pick one. Well, the metalhead in me obviously wants to go the Slipknot route because that is definitely one of my favorite bands and I have so much respect for Corey Taylor. But the... 17, 18-year-old in me that never had the opportunity to see Lincoln Park has to go that route. Whoa! Um, the first time I heard Hybrid Theory, I heard one of the songs on, on the radio, was just blown away by it, and that to this day, that album is still one of my favorite records. In fact, I was literally listening to it last night. And Chester Bennington is just a monster of a vocalist. I love his voice. And just all of the the nuances with his voice that he was able to, to capture. And I'm just so saddened that we have lost him, especially in the manner that we did. And just a shout out to everybody out there that struggles with any kind of mental illness. Make your mental health your first priority. Uh, we've lost so many artists to depression. And as someone that struggles with that myself, persistent depressive disorder, you know, that is something that I have to focus on daily. And that's like what this band is about, too. You know, just choosing that positive outlook. You can't be defeated by those obstacles in your life or your inner demons or any of that. So, yeah, the short answer is Lincoln Park. The long <laughs> answer is what I just gave you. <laughs> no, I love it, man. That's what it's all about is getting that long answer and, and sharing your love. And, and I love that about this game. That's what it does. It brings out everyone's love for these artists and, and looking at it in every which fashion. And like I made you do last sure. time, you got to pick a Lincoln Park tune to play on the radio, too. I got to go for Crawling. I know it's one of their most popular songs, but I, I just love that chorus. And I love the intro to that, too. Brad, dude, thank you so much for the time. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at kcalfm.com. Adios.